to The Mob Show. I'm Mason on Business Startups Q here. This is how I do things. Big ideas for small budgets. Let's get to it. What's happening, guys? It's The Mob Show. I'm back. Let's do a business book review today. I want to talk to you about an amazing book. Oh, my God, I'm already biased. It's called Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, founder of Nike. Let's get into it. So let's talk about it. What is it? So I picked up uh, Shoe Dog, which is on an audiobook format. That means I stick it in my ears where I'm doing something else. I can listen to the book rather than having to read it. So it's fantastic. Audiobooks, love them. Download the app Audible. It's a really good way of utilizing your time in two different ways. It's being multi-efficient. How's that? You could be driving somewhere and you could be absorbing the words and the wisdom of some of the most amazing people out there in the world. And, uh, and some books I find really difficult to kind of get into, and I kind of jump back in and out, particularly in the business genre. But what is shoe dog? So shoe dog is a term for essentially a cobbler, which is what Nike is all about. And it is Nike, said by the man himself. It's not Nike, it's Nike. It's the Greek goddess of victory. And it's all about his story, how he came from setting up his, his shoe company, which was selling um, shoes from over in, over in Japan, and then shifting them in America. <laughs> That's really kind of loose, a loose transcription of what it is. Uh, it's a story about how he goes on to grow that company, competes with the likes of Adidas, uh, how he builds relationships with uh, major sports stars, track stars. So it's really got a lot of talking about influences in there in the early days, back in the 70s, and how they dealt with influences in their own way to grow their brand. But Phil Knight, he's the founder, and the book itself is narrated in part initially by, by Phil Knight, and then it goes on and they picked a younger, younger voice. It completely escapes me now, the name of the chap, not that it really matters, but what they've done is a really good job of, of getting an accent match, and now that's, that's a detail, that's attention to detail that I really like. Sometimes you pick up an audio book and you just, the, 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 the narrator's voice, it just doesn't go with the story, if that makes sense. Um, Game of Thrones actually is one good one. There's a couple of characters from the Game of Thrones show. Um, I, I, a name escaped me. The guy who plays uh, Jorah Mormont, he does some of the narration for the Game of Thrones audiobooks, uh, which is completely unrelated to business. But it's a, it's a voice you're familiar with. It's a voice that works well. He's obviously been cast in the show because his voice sounds good with the show. And you're kind of familiar with that voice and that sound. And it works really well with the audiobook. Likewise, Phil Knight has got quite a distinctive accent and they picked a younger version of that accent. So the book starts with Phil Knight, it dips, and you don't even notice it, it dips into the narrator's voice who's younger, who's got a similar accent from the same area, um, and as it comes towards the end of the book, you don't, again, you don't realise it, and it goes back into Phil Knight's voice as the character or as the, as the subject of the book, Phil Knight, gets older. And, which is really clever, I think, because it kind of matches it. It seems silly to have a 70-year-old man's voice talking about the life of a 16-year-old boy. So it worked quite well. But it's, um, yeah, Phil Knight, Shoe Dog, all about the birth and the growth of Nike. And that was picked up on audiobook. So who's going to enjoy this book? Who is going to enjoy this book? If you're interested in, um, if, if you're interested in, in, in popular brands, popular industry, popular, popular culture. So even if you're not necessarily a business book buff, you probably find, you know, and you've sort of seen Nike growing up, you've worn Nike, you might find this interesting just to hear about how a brand that you've worn as a kid, a brand that you've probably asked your parents to buy you clothes for, Mom, I want that Nike bag. Mom, how ridiculous does that sound? Mom, I want that Nike bag. But if you've ever worn a bit of Nike, you wanted a bit of Nike, growing up as a kid, Air Max were all the rage, you know, I can't even think of any, any football boots right now. As a kid, Nike growing up, the football boots nowadays are... Well, when I was growing up, it was Adidas, Adidas um, Predator. They were the ones. And then uh, showing my age here. But if you've grown up with popular culture, 
and you've heard, you know, you've grown up with Nike, then that's something that you should really, uh, it will appeal to you. If you like business, then you'll find some tidbits of information in this. It's actually really inspiring because you see big brand, you set up your company, you set up a business, maybe you're entrepreneurial, and you set up a business and you're thinking, you know, the things that people like Nike can do, well, they're a different league. Nike, Nike can do things because they're a big company. Nike do this because they're a big company. Nike have got the links because they're a big company. But Nike were a small company, and this story is a story of a hustler. And when they call it shoe dog, couldn't have picked a better term. Shoe dog to me kind of envisions that kind of little cobbler, guy on the street side, making bits of shoes, fixing shoes, earning a few quid, turning a few quid here or there. But that is what Nike came from. And it's, the story is incredible because you suddenly realize, wow, this was a genuinely small company. And this company, as big as it might seem to you or I on the outside years and years later, this company kept some, some family values for a long time. And that is what's so interesting and insightful from a popular culture perspective. From a business perspective, look, it's not a business manual. You're not gonna pick this up and go, okay, right, so I'll do that first, then I'll do this, then I'll do that, and then I'll get Nike too. No, you won't, but you will pick up the, the mindset of a guy who's founded such a big company. You'll pick up some tidbits. If you listen to it and you listen to it properly, you'll think, oh, hang on, that's interesting. That's what they did. But I think more than anything else, it's motivational to think that oh, that company that is just a megalith of brand dominance. It's a brand that straddled popular culture and sporting culture, and that's incredible to have nailed both sectors, which has given them long-term brand durability, brand credibility, and that's why they continue to advertise on sports teams, etc. but also with up-and-coming music artists, so they keep that foot in the door in popular culture and in sporting culture. So they seem credible, but they also seem cool. And that is what is interesting about Nike, and it talks to you a lot about why they do that. And so there is some business tidbits in it, but more than anything, who's this for? It's for people who wanna read a hell of a good story, because it's a damn good story. Don't just think this is a business manual. Don't just think this is about shoes. It's not, it's amazing. And so there you go, so that's the genre. So the genre is very much all about kind of a business autobiography. So again, so you've got different types of business audiobooks out there. Some of them are people like Seth Godin, who talks to you about tips on how you can improve your marketing. You'll get books by people like Gary Vaynerchuk, who talk to you about how you can just get off your backside and do some stuff. But this is a business autobiography of a brand. So think of it more that way. So it's less of a business how-to guide and more of the autobiography or the biography of Nike. Um, and in particular on Phil Knight's journey as he does that. So let's talk about the readability of this. Trackability, I call it, if you listen, if you listen to it. Readability, if you're reading it. It's easy, and it was, it was I, I came across it because I was thinking, oh, I've got to, I need to read something. I'm, I've kind of got, I, every month on Audio, Audible, you get a credit. Um, actually, I think I get it today. No, I get it tomorrow, damn. Um, every month you get a credit. You call it a free credit. It's not a free credit. It costs you $7.99 a month to subscribe. But some of these books are worth, you know, 20 quid, 30 quid, particularly the big manuals. So it's kind of trying to find that one every month. Me and my colleague uh, in the office were like, oh, yeah, what are you reading now? And I thought, you know what, I'm going to give this a go. It's got loads of reviews. It's good reviews. So I picked it up, and it's just so easy. It flew through, and I can't help but recommend it. In fact, I've subsubsequently recommended it to the CEO of Reviews.io, major e-commerce review platform. Came back to me afterwards and went, thanks for the review. Great book. Um, I've had colleagues listen to reading at work, friends. It's it's incredible. Uh, and again, it's interesting because it's just like Nike actually do. They span 
Credibility of Sporting Culture with Call of, Co- of Popular Culture. This particular book manages to span people who want to read about an interesting story and also who have an interest in business. It's so readable and it's so trackable. And say, when I mentioned about the voice and the narration, that's real clever because they've gone to the point of going, let's find someone whose voice sounds like Phil Knight's voice. So as the character gets younger in the story, we can drop down and use a younger voice and then pick it back up again later on towards the closing of the book with Phil Knight's voice again. Seamless, smart, and it shows they really paid attention to make sure it's an easy book for you to listen to or read. So there you go, readability, trackability, I literally can't fault it. The um, One of the things we always look at is the author's style. So narrated by uh, Phil Knight, especially used a ghostwriter, I believe, as well. Um, very, very conversational. Again, it's easy. These It comes across as... Uh, it's mind-blowing, actually. When you, when you read the book, listen to the book, you're thinking, is this Nike? And it's, it, it gives this kind of family, value, company... This nice ethos, friendly, friendly, jolly neighbour to chat to. It, it just reads really well. It builds the picture of what Nike really is. It's not this megalith company. It's become this massive company, but it's this company with the small values at heart. In fact, Phil Knight's still a major shareholder of the company. His kids are very much involved in the company. That same startup is still there, it's still evident. So what did it accomplish? What's the book done for me? What's the book gonna do for you? That's interesting. So I guess really, it actually, actually surprised me how accessible the story of Nike is. It's not this company you go, well, we invested 20 billion pounds into a new breed of shoe trainer uh, and we, we, we've grown exponentially year on year. It's not that. It's a guy who's hustled. It shows you that even massive companies like Nike had to take a few risks in the early days, got stiffed in the early days, got ripped off in the early days. Big companies like Nike made mistakes in the early days. Originally called Blue Ribbon Sports, it wasn't always called Nike, it's changed its name. Big companies like this really do go through the same sort of process that any startup company goes through. So for me, what did it achieve? It made me realize that the big company stories are accessible and these big brands, they don't all start with huge sums of money. Look, he went out there, Phil Knight, managed to get fundraising, managed to get support from some some good people, but he comes from a very, very ordinary family. It it certainly showed me that, yeah, the Nike story is accessible. And it should show you that too as well. And it should, I think more than anything else, it's damn inspiring. That's what I think is really important about that book. It's so inspiring. It's delivered in an easy to listen, easy to understand, easy to listen, easy to track way. It's delivered by the founder in large parts, and it's an accessible story. Who's gonna enjoy this book? Who's gonna enjoy this? If you're into running your own business or you need a bit of motivation, or maybe you've, you're, trying to, you're trying to produce a product to, and get it out to market, you're trying to produce a e-commerce or a retail business, you're definitely gonna to wanna to pick this book up. It's, I can't, can't stress it enough. It's a great story. You're gonna be enriching for listening to this, enriching for reading it. But if you're trying to grow your own business and you're at that plateau and you're just thinking, oh, I just haven't got as much motivation today as I had last month. Haven't got as much motivation as I had last, last, last quarter. Oh, I just need that, pick up that book. I just need that little kick. I need to speak to a mentor. Well, don't worry about getting a mentor just yet. Get this book, get this audio book and just plug it into your phone and listen to it and you'll get that mentorship and you're gonna get that plateau busting motivation with an inspirational story in Shoe Dog.
that's who's gonna enjoy this. What did I love about this? Mostly, I keep uh, going back to it, it's accessible and it's inspirational. And that is what I loved about it most. The fact that this massive company really was an acorn that planted and grew into a great big oak tree, which is a very corny phrase, but it's so accessible. And the guy took punts. The guy bent a few rules where he had to that was legitimate. And that is what's really quite impressive that they've then gone on to become this big company. He's got a natural gift for this. He didn't always get it right. He you know, made a lot of mistakes and he's very open about it. And I think that's, um, and it's the candor, the candor and the candid nature of the story. That's what I loved about it. What faults will I have with it? Well, you know what? Phil Knight narrate the whole thing, but the narrator himself matched very well the voice of Phil Knight. So you get 20% Phil Knight. I take 100% Phil Knight. That's, that's for me, the only fault I'd find in it. So in summary, what are you gonna get with this book? You're gonna get an inspirational story. You're gonna get it in part narrated by the guy who it's about. Uh, it's gonna show you that big companies start small. And if you're trying to do something similar in your own business sector, you're trying to create a product, you wanna get it out there and you're thinking, oh, I'm never gonna make this. You know, I haven't got the same links as people like Adidas, Nike, whatever. Those stories started exactly the same way as you're starting. So if you run a business, you're gonna find this inspirational. But you know what? If you're into popular culture, you're gonna find this interesting too. I can't fault this book really. That shows you a book that's well worth listening to, that's well worth reading. So if you haven't got Audible, download Audible, get your free credit and get Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. I cannot fault it any more than that than the fact that I'd like to hear more Phil Knight. So that's the story of Nike. That's my business book review. I hope you found this useful. Got a couple more coming up very soon. Gonna be covering Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk. One minute manager, five minute manager, then books as well. But if you found this good, found it interesting, you wanna know more about the book, chuck us a question on our Twitter or Instagram. It's the underscore mob show. Or you can hit me up on Facebook, Mob Show Podcast. Thanks for listening to today's show. Check us out online, themobshow.com. Check us on Twitter, the underscore mob show. Always chucking out bits of advice there. And follow our journey of setting up a CBD shop in the cannabis space, Instagram at local CBD shop. Or you can find yourself on Instagram, the underscore mob show.